Hello! Welcome to the second episode of Just Roll With It. This week, we're bringing you the second part of our Aegon one-shot featuring Peter in the seat of the Strife player as this game does its GM, Cory as Flameheart Arite, the Scion of Ares and Honored of Dionysus, myself, Kelsey, as the clever-eyed Isadora, Scion of Aphrodite and Honored of Artemis, and this month's guest, Saintguard, as I reminded Corinna, Scion of Hippocrates and Honor of Hephaestus. Last time, our heroes found themselves shipwrecked on the island of Spera. There, they met a priest of Hephaestus named Aridus, who told them about how he and his partner, Cassibios, built a drill that Cassibios intended to use to free the titan Kronos, and was responsible for the many shipwrecks on the island. Despite Aridus's request that the drill simply be redirected to free Prometheus instead, Arite, Corinna, and Isidora set out with the intent to stop the drill altogether and free themselves and the other stranded inhabitants of the island. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So, as you make your way out of the camp, what are all of you doing? Where are you headed? Can we hear slash feel the drill? Uh, not yet. Okay. Is there a trail where those uh, robots, for lack of a better term, automatons, uh, trail through the jungle? Uh, the technical term is the mechanisms. Ah, the mechanisms. Um, yeah, there's a path that seems to go into the, uh, like a, a cave in the mountain um, where they pulled your boat into. That seems like the most likely place, no? Mm-hmm. Most likely. Right, then Arite with uh, their spear stretched out before them, their tanned, scarred forearms catching the light, they'll head into the cave. So you make your way into the cave, into the Sunder and Maw, and um, you do see bits of, like, ship and debris. You actually still see a lot of your ship kind of at the mouth of the Maw, if you so desire to try to salvage it. Uh, by the speed that the insect that the mechanisms seem to be moving at, you get the feeling that this may be your only chance to save them. But otherwise, they, they again oh, they yes, don't seem to really care about you until yeah we might need that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem to really care uh, until you enter the mouth. Um, so yeah, you go and you try to save the ship. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, crafting reason versus the mechanisms because you need to stay a little bit secretive otherwise they're just going to come after you and destroy the ship on the spot um so i'll show so. them trickery <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got the insectoid mechanisms regular plus five the number you gotta beat is an 11 see that's that's, that's manageable it's lower than the 13, at least. <laughs> now, who among you shall rise to this challenge? Flameheart Arite shall rise to this challenge. Clever-eyed Isadora shall rise to this challenge. Iron-minded Corinna will rise to this challenge. Alright, go ahead and roll. Alright. Um, I don't know if... Well, sure, Flamehearted counts here because the courage it must take to try and get this boat out of the maw before it shatters, and also to try and avoid the mechanisms. Uh, and I will use. You said this is crafting reason, yes. Yep. Right. 
sky. Um, I don't think I'll add another domain here, but I would like to spend a divine favor and use my conviction of Demeter. Do the little uh, Hades shout and summon Demeter <laughs> to help me out. <laughs> I prevail! Do in fact prevail. Yay! Uh, well, uh, obviously my name comes into this, but not, I don't think Iron Minded comes into this one. However, I am quite good at craft and reason. It's, it's very reasonable. Uh, so, no epithet die. I'm not going to spend pathos. However, I will... I'm going to use a bond with Isadora. And Isadora, will you bolster me? Of course. All right. Then I'm going to get an additional D8 on this. So I just put 1d8, I think this is how this works, hopefully. Or is it a d6 for... Oh, it's a copy of whatever your name die is, which is a d6. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty, cool. Um, And then I will also call on the insight of Hecate, Ooh. which is the only insight I have with her, but hey. Alright, so you make an insight check. Hey, also an 11. <laughs> nice. I also prevail. Nice. Let's see if we can go three for three. Um, Clever-eyed, I think, can work for trying to do this without getting into much trouble with the mechanisms. Just noticing the best ways of doing so. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't mean... Do I want to spend another pathos? I only have so many of those. So probably not. <laughs> it's fine. You use up all your pathos, you get into agony, and then you start getting fade points. <laughs> Advantage. And then you die. I don't think I'm going to use any of those. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I Do I have any divine favor I want to spend? Not really. Ooh. Oh, no. Nope. At least you guys did well. <laughs> All right. We have to do another name off. We do have to do another name off to see who is best. Yes. Yep. <laughs> here comes another six. Yeah. Ready for it? Or truly, you I are best. best. So, Isadora, unfortunately, you you do not come up to snuff. How do nope. you not do this? Good question. Uh, we're trying to get around the mechanisms and ensure you stop from the ship, right? Yeah, you're trying to get your ship back without alerting the uh, the mechanisms to your presence. Uh-huh. Because I don't like the only answer that's coming to my mind. Is it that you wake them up? Possibly. <laughs> I don't like that answer, but it's the only one I can think of. <laughs> Unless anyone else has any better ideas. Unless you want to perhaps get your bow caught in the mechanisms and get that ruined. I mean, I might need that. <laughs> you might, yeah. I mean, there's always you get separated from us. Right. Separated, I think, probably works, actually. So how do you get separated? Another good question. Um, well, I mean, ships are somewhat big, not that big, but... The cave's pretty large. True. So yeah, maybe gets almost distracted by something, or like in an attempt to avoid the mechanisms, ends up a little bit further away than originally intended. And then when you look up, right. we're nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you're at Disney World with your parents as like a small kid and, and you get distracted by that thing in the store and then you turn back and you're like, Ma, look at 
Where'd Ma go? <laughs> Matching shirts at Disney well. World, kid. That's how my parents <laughs> did it. <laughs> Made us all wear bright yellow t-shirts with Disney characters and our names on them. Only we'd thought of doing that here. <laughs> I know, it works so well. Uh, Saint, you, you do a pretty good job, just not, not as good as somebody else. What, what do you do? I'm not best, and that's fine. Um, using the, the insight of, of Hecate, um, I am led, partly by that and partly by my good friend Clever ID Zadora, uh, to just the right spot. Just the right spot to wait for, um, the passing eyes of these mechanisms to flutter somewhere else. And we were able to push ourselves forward, but I, of course, am not the leader of this group, and so... I can only get us so far. It's kind of like, you're just like, kind of pity about it. You're like, I'm not the leader. I don't need to carry all this wood. <laughs> grumble. <laughs> all right. And, uh, Arita, does you things... do the best. Mm-hmm. Arita does things as they always do, uh, full of conviction that they're correct in doing this and bravery and probably not thinking about the consequences at all. With all the confidence of a mediocre wife. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so they stride forth, uh, probably more by luck than anything else, missing all of the mechanisms and remaining unseen, and make it to the ship. And was this role for freeing the ship as well, or was it just to get there? Yeah, it's to get it's to get pieces out without right. uh, alerting. Yeah, they stick their hands into uh, what could be a very terrible situation, uh, and. Between that and the leverage of the end of their uh, spear, are able to get large chunks of this ship out without hurting themselves or alerting the mechanisms. So, Arite and uh, Kirina, you managed to get out pieces of the ship. A good amount of the ship, too, as you uh, put it back down on, on the shore away from the eyes of these creatures. And then you look around, you know, to pat yourselves on the back, talk about how great of a job you've done, and you realize that you're missing somebody. The door is where, missing. There once were three of you. There are now two, and Isadora is nowhere to be seen. This is concerning. Hmm. Not do like you, the idea of our friend out here alone. Do you think she went on alone ahead? Hmm. She is honored of Artemis, and thus a excellent tracker. Indeed. Perhaps she went deeper into the cave. Perhaps. But she was behind me when we were getting here, so something tells me that perhaps this was unintentional. Hmm. Well. But will it be easier for her to track us down, or for us to track her down? I believe the former. Yes. Let us go on ahead. She'll catch up. I have every faith. I follow you, leader. All right. <laughs> With that. Yeah, into the cave we go. You head back into the cave, and it's a bit less populated now. There's fewer of these uh, clockwork insects running around as you make your way further and further in. I want to cut over to Isadora for mm -hmm. a second. As, as you realize that you've been separated from the group and have found yourself pretty deep in this cave, that seems to be glimmering with bits of gold and bronze just full of, like, parts of these insects, of these mechanisms, and from, like, failed uh, prototypes of the drill. How are you dealing with it? Um, 
a mixture of curiosity about all the stuff that's here that I probably don't exactly know how it would work, but it looks interesting and potentially useful. And also the realization that, like, I should probably not continue to wander around here by myself. So there's a little bit of examining some of the bits of metals and pieces that are around, but also at some point probably starts to try and double back and track down where where her friends ended up. Okay, so you double back to try to rejoin your friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I think after a bit, you do finally reunite, but with a little bit of a catch as you rejoin your friends and you hear the sound of metal scraping against metal coming from behind you. Arite and Karina, you look over at Isadora, your, your friend who's rejoined you, and the glowing red eyes right behind her. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, uh, we must we're gonna spring into action. Because we're people of action. So, uh... Heroes. And as any good hero, we shout while we spring into action. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, of course. Alright, so you shout while you spring into, into action, scaring the shit out of Isadora, who's just there like, oh my god, I found my friends again. Wait, so did I you not come... realize this thing was following me? I mean, you, you didn't did not. Know. Uh-uh. Not up until recently. That's um, alarming. As you all charge into battle headfirst against what appears to be a bull made out of bronze. Oh, no. no. Oh, no, the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter, you made me fight one of these before in another game, and it almost killed me that time. No, it's fine. Corey recognized what this is. Yes, I know what this is. As smoke does seem to billow out from its nostrils, but it opens its mouth and... Like a pillar of flame comes bursting out from it, narrowly missing all of you as you face this bronze bull and it starts talking about capitalism, uh, <laughs> dividends, mm. all that stuff. Uh, now we no. have to kill it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It starts spewing out ticker tape. Um, yeah, ticker tape starts coming out and it's like... <laughs> it really... Buy, it, buy, buy, sell, sell, sell! It's <laughs> super into orange juice for some reason. Uh <laughs> well, I think Corinna, seeing this as a worthy challenge and also thinking, wow, this priest should have told us a lot more considering priest yeah. of Hyphestus, uh, just like looks at this thing. And she's like, ah, a worthy challenger. Good. Let's see what you're made of. I will say, Karina, you probably recognize this thing. Hyphestus did create the, the bronze bull. Mm-hmm. You've never seen one up close and personal before, but it is definitely beyond any human design. I figured it it must be a godly design. A divine <laughs> a divine design even. Um so a divine bovine design. Yes. Oh indeed. Oh my god. <laughs> I think the thing here is it's not going to be it's not going to be stopped with brute force. Like Corinna is cracking her knuckles in anticipation of, all right, how am I going to figure out the trick to this, essentially? What is the, what's the catch here? How can this thing be deconstructed safely or disabled safely, as opposed to how can I smash its head on with a hammer? So, yeah, she's, it's basically that shout and that, like, charging in is to get the attention of this bronze bull onto her. 
and she's going to do what she's going to do is she's going to start like sidestepping in order to just do the the classic face off. Uh, ole, ole. Yeah, exactly. Without the cape, <laughs> because she's just going to like, yeah. And Even if Hero doesn't have a cape. Uh, this one, because it, she has a short cape, actually. Now that I think about it, she's like a short cape, but she's not going to she's not going to matador this thing. <laughs> if only just because the matadors don't exist yet exactly precisely uh, look maybe maybe iron-minded corinna invents the matador who knows maybe uh, uh we'll see if you invent the charging of the bulls after <laughs> after we roll um so yes as you face down the bronze bull which will be a, a blood and valor Damn. Blood and Valor, Perilous Challenge, target number 12. Because it is a fight you're doing, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah. Who rises to this challenge? Flameheart Arvite, of course, rises to this challenge. As a reminder, you don't have to rise to the challenge. You can just do support as well. It's, uh, it's valid. I'm, it's a giant flames fighting bull. Of course, I'm going to rise to this challenge. <laughs> I, iron-minded Corinna, rise to this challenge, and I invoke the knowledge of Apollo. Ooh. And I, clever-eyed Isadora, will also rise to this challenge, and I will invoke the conviction of Demeter, I think. If I kind of feel like I have to make up for leaving it here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead and roll. Alrighty. Right. It's time to duel. Uh, so... I, I can I can do this role. Let's do some blood and valor stuff. Also, let me mark off Apollo. All right. So the target number is twelve. Epithet die. Yes, Iron Minded definitely comes into this <laughs> for sure. Uh, I am going to Apollo's spend. Apollo's like screaming down. He's like, stick him with the pointy end. <laughs> Just shout back up. I don't have a pointy end. <laughs> I have Shit. a hammer. <laughs> uh, what I'm do you going mean? You use arrows. Arrows are the best weapon. To... To right? bring in, uh, to bring in craft and reason, uh, as I was stating earlier, got yeah, to follow the fictional like, positioning. Trying to snicker. Yeah, trying to find the weakness, find that weak spot. Um, I will call. Uh, Arite, will you bolster me in this challenge? Of course, I will distract Excellent. it so you can find its weak spot. Excellent. All right, so I'll spend a bond. Uh, I don't have anything else there. And then spend divine favor. Yes, spending the knowledge of Apollo. I do not prevail. <laughs> I rolled so many twos. Damn. Oh, no. Apollo's there like, I told you to stick him with the pointy end. <laughs> well, Rite is going to have to pick up the slack here, it seems. Indeed. Target number 12. My flame-hearted, passionate, courageous self goes into this. Um, yeah, I think I'll spend pathos to bring in uh, resolve and spirit as well, because it is the resolve and my ever-burning spirit that allows me to continue to charge at a flame-spouting bull. And you know what? I think I'm going to call on dear old dad and use his bond to help me in this. He taught me how to fight. I know where all the weak parts are. And so the, the bond of a god is 1d10, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Uh, the bond of a god is 1d12. 12? Yeah. Well, then. Gods don't simply give out their names. Not to anyone, no. Look, man. <laughs> That's, that hey! is a 14. Damn. 
Why wow. is he really showing why they're the leader? Mm-hmm. Dionysus just just coming in clutch with the nine. Um, <laughs> Aries in this case, but I'm sure Dio is pleased oh. at the way I will uh, rip apart apologies. this bull. I forgot mm-hmm. it was dear old dad was Aries. Um, yeah, Aries is like you stick him in the pointy end, <laughs> like, yeah. just as you taught me. Yeah. Okay, so I guess me um epithet i feel like i can justify clever eyed for almost anything honestly just because being aware of things is important yeah so situational awareness is very important mm-hmm. uh i am going to spend the pappas to bring in my resolve and spirit um arite would you be willing to help me out here since you seem to know where the pointy end should be sticking I will lead you in in showing you where the pointy end should be stuck. Okay, so what's the uh, what's the dice for that one? Uh, It'd be six. Let's copy your name, die. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, remember to take glory from these. Yes, and I did call on a god for divine favor, so that's one. Hey! What is this? We keep getting ties. <laughs> <laughs> I finally succeeded at something, Who though. is best? Who is That's best? That's the real question. Who is okay. the best? I will, I will not even take it personally. I'm not. I'm just happy I finally succeeded. So is it- We're very impressive. Uh, we roll 1d6. Okay. That's a three. <laughs> That's a six! Hey, Isadora's best! Reversal! Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so I only get seven glory this time. Only <laughs> last. No, you get six. Isn't it? Uh, oh, right, six. Okay. You get my own, not your own. Um, that's half of mine. Yes. That's half of my you glory. Get six. Full. Isadora Alrighty. gets twelve, and and uh, Karina gets one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karina, how do you earn your one glory? Uh, how do I fall short? I mean, the biggest thing is that. Unbeknownst to myself, of course, this thing has no obvious weakness. This bull is is one that must be fought straight out, and that is something that I tried to do and just was not successful with, because I was trying to be too clever. And that that's what happens. Sometimes, as a hero, your confidence gets the best of you, and so you get knocked down, but then your friends are there to really beat the snot out of this bull. <laughs> And to pick you up again. I hear Heracles didn't use a single brain cell fighting one of these. So. <laughs> Heracles had brain cells? Uh, yeah, as I said, Heracles didn't use a single brain cell fighting one of these. He was just like, all right, time to slap on the, the asbestos gloves and get to work. <laughs> I'd say uh, his only brain cell's name was Megara, but uh, unfortunately in Greek myth, she wasn't around yeah. for this part. Yeah. In Greek myth, his one brain cell was... Um, Hippolyta, right? No, I was going to say the the river spirit that helped him clean out the horse shit. Mm. But I can't remember which river spirit that was. Uh, the Tiber? Heracles uh, borrows brain cells from a lot of people. No, Heracles solved a lot of problems with brains, but that's besides his point. What I'm interested in is how does Arite solve the problem? Now that my poor companion has been unable to find its weak spot, I need to take a point here, and I rush in narrowly missing a gout of flame and i don't quite manage to hit it in its heart but i managed to wound it a bit 
and distracted just enough. Isadora, how do you finish the job? How do you show that you are better than the rest? <laughs> um, bow drawn with a little bit of guidance from Arte on where to aim. Then while it is distracted, just lines up the shot perfectly and hits it in the exact spot that's needed to shut it down. Yeah, as you watch as, like, it charges up for, like, another bout of flame. And then the red eyes just turn off. It's like computer red. They just flicker right off. And it just powers down. Falls right over. Thus, you've defeated the mechanized bowl. Yay! And the insectoids do seem to back away a little bit, having watched the fight. We will do the same to any that come in our path. You hear the thunderbolt strike right as you say that? Ah, good. Zeus is pleased. Is that what that was? What else could it possibly mean? I don't know. Hubris? Is that you? (laughs) Hubris? I've never heard of her. (laughs) We have struck down a symbol of capitalism. Now let us go forth. (laughs) (laughs) We have. The the ticker tape just like falls out and it's like, Orange juice is no longer worth $50. (laughs) (laughs) We shred the ticker tape with our feet as we walk past it. <laughs> Further into the cave. <laughs> so you move your way, make your way deeper into the cave, and um, as you move further and further down, the heat seems to just become stronger and stronger, to the point where you kind of see bits of like the bronze around you start to liquefy. Oh, jeez. Uh, have we seen somebody with sock puppets? No. I will fight. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to nod and smile and pretend I understand this reference. It's The Republic, my Uh. most hated book in existence. Oh, well, that was convenient then. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Sage was making a labyrinth reference. I was making making an allegory of the cave reference, but the labyrinth reference is The Republic. But yes, it is the, yes. <laughs> the, the labyrinth is a much better reference. I don't hate the labyrinth. <laughs> I thought I was confused. I was like, I must be wrong. <laughs> no, Peter, you've heard me complain <laughs> well, about how much I hate no the allegory. cave. Yeah, this cave is no allegory, unfortunately. It is a real cave that is superheated as you make your way further and further down into it. Which is interesting because you're getting further and further away from the sun, which means it should be colder. But hey... What do I know about physics? Volcanoes. No, that can't be it. Hephaestus' forge uh, <laughs> is in the center of the Earth. We know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's just oh, basic damn, you're cosmology. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We haven't reached. We haven't reached the the, the European Dark Ages yet. Nope. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes, the Dark Ages. Don't get me started on that. The Dark um, Ages. Uh, same. And Mount Etna, but still in the Earth. You notice that. Some of the insectoids do still seem to be interested in you, almost as if they're ready to attack again if you keep going further and further down. Do you keep going into this heat, or do you turn back? We have a quest. We're not turning back now. I will flex my arms and brandish my spear with its little uh, engraved pinecone on the end, and dare them to come at me if they will. Yeah, I think this is going to be a challenge now as as you're setting off against these mechanisms. But because of how you're doing it, I'm going to say it's arts and narration. Yeah, I was afraid of that. <laughs> Excellent. We get to flex our way through this. Perfect. Hell yeah. 
Look, I already know what Corinna's doing. Corinna is going to do the greatest thing you can do against an opponent that wants to be noticed and not address them. Just keep walking. <laughs> Sorry, I realized I forgot to do this. That was a perilous fight against the bull. Oh, right. So, okay. Oh. Yeah, so... I'll, only I Karina, take harm. I do need you to... It's yeah, fine. I need you to mark a pathos. Uh, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine this is a one shot it doesn't matter exactly um, we can burn all the stuff we want <laughs> look the first literally the first fate i take will give me a boon and that's great exactly which is great because this is another perilous challenge oh right. arts and oration all right your target number is a 12 oh jeez. Who amongst you will rise to this challenge? Flameheart Arita does not back down from any challenge! <laughs> uh, so this is Arts and Narration. Uh, I will spend a pathos to bring in my blood and valor because I am trying to be muscly and aggressive in my presentation. So I'm just picturing Arita as like Johnny Bravo now. Uh, hmm... The uh, the shape is probably not too far wrong. <laughs> General shape. Uh, they have dark curly hair though, rather than that straight up pompadour. pompadour kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, I am bringing my blood and valor. Hmm. Corinna, you are familiar with clockwork creatures. Will you assist me? Yes, indeed. All right, and I will not spend divine favor just yet. I prevail! Oh, are you the only one rolling? Yeah. You, is nobody else stepping up to you this? should have maybe waited a second. <laughs> Anybody else stepping up? <laughs> I was going to actually support... Uh, I was going I was gonna... to as well. We were just going to support Arita. Look, you just rolled probably two more d6s then. It's not going to matter, but... Yeah, you made it anyway. Yeah. We, we'll just give you uh, the bonds anyway and pretend we gave you yeah, the you just You just get one bond and one glory each of you. Yeah, the those of us who supported, yes, which is good. I'm fine with that. I got excited. <laughs> so I should roll another two d six. Yeah, or again, do you it want won't be the whole roll again. It won't change your roll. No, just yeah, it won't because <laughs> you got a <laughs> six and an eight. Yeah, it really it does absolutely won't. nothing to change. <sighs> uh, <laughs> wow, shows shows you care on from the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you uh, did get a bond you... from me, so I'm I'm fine with it. It's true. I got a bond from each of you. Is that what happened? Uh, no, we get a bond to you, and oh, we get one okay. glory, but you get our d sixes. That's how it works. Yes, right. Corey. How do you how do you flex so hard that these mechanisms know to just back off? Oh uh, well, I am the scion of Ares himself, and my heart is full of courage and passion, and it shows when I flex my thick scarred muscles at these creatures. And I just show them through my bearing and my clear ability with this weapon that I carry that stepping to me would be ill-advised. And since it's so hot, I imagine you have like a nice uh, like sheen of sweat. Too, oh, yeah. So it's like perfectly sure. glistening with everything, too. It's like I've been freaking oiled. Yeah. And as you flex them, they kind of like, they look at you with intrigue for a second before just skittering off. But... Finally, you make your way deeper down into the caves, where you hear somebody just tinkering. Yes. I'm nearly finished. Just a little bit longer, and I shall be done. 
He's hammering away at something. You see this drill, this big drill, almost like the size of your ship, perched, ready to dig down into the ground as he's hammering away at something, not quite seeing that you all have entered just yet. Hmm. Hmm. Say the nay, villain. Do we try just dealing with the drill without him noticing, or do we face him properly? But we're heroes, so we obviously face him properly. (laughs) (laughs) Subterfuge? For Greek heroes? Subterfuge and Greek heroes? Odysseus, what? (laughs) Odysseus isn't here for this. Odysseus and Jason, what? Trojan horse, what? Never heard of her. So yeah, you kind of charge it and go, I say thee nay, villain. And he freezes, turns and looks to you and goes, (laughs) Finally, someone brave enough to set foot in here. Lonely, were you? I wouldn't say that. I have somebody who frequents me enough. As he says that, you see somebody kind of like sprint down the stairwell. It's Aridus, who seems to be slightly out of breath. It was you all along! Traitor! Turns to look at you with these pleading eyes. And he kind of looks back at Cassibios and he's like, Cassibios, please, I just ask you to rethink your plan. Cassibios looks at me and goes, I gave you a choice, Aridus. And you chose to betray me. Heroes, I grant to you this same choice. Will you join me against the gods? Or will you cower as I succeed? You will the one, be the one cowering before us. The gods have sent us here to bring you low and strike you down for your hubris. It shall be our immense pleasure to carry this out. So be it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Roll With It. This has been part two of our game of Aegon, a tabletop role-playing game from John Harper and Evil Hat Productions. Music by 8er41 on Pixabay. Thank you to our friend Saintguard for joining us on this adventure. You can find them at Saintguard on Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon, and at Saintguardly on Twitter. You can find Peter at PR Cargill on Twitter and Patreon. Corey at nvulnerablesHide on Twitter and the invulnerablesHide on Instagram, and me, Kelsey, at IslandersCaper on Twitter and Instagram. For more information on the podcast, you can follow us at RollWithItAP on Twitter, Instagram, and Blogspot. All of these links, as well as one for a written transcription of this episode, will be in the description. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and will join us next week for the conclusion of our adventures on the island of Sparrow.